like you might die. I don't know what, what else are we doing. Jake's like, oh, go fast. we've been waiting around. Gotta, uh, you're too slow. That's my favorite taunt in all the Smash Bros. Fun fact. Nice. <laughs> Besides, was it fucking Zelda going like, <laughs> and she's like waving. Uh, I like the DK one where he goes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go like, sorry, was I missed that? it. <laughs> Nice. Uh, um, so if you didn't realize, audience, by the title of this episode. I hope the uh, title has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> um, so Sonic nothing. 2 came out a while ago, and it's been sweeping the nation, destroying box office records. Yeah. Um, the second best movie of all time. Yeah, I was going to say, behind Morbius, which yeah. I think Morbius has the critics' hearts. Sonic 2 as the audience heart. So we're talking about Sonic. Uh, the tough cut, we are going to pitch our own Sonic spinoff. Yeah. And it's going to go really well. Um, mandatory listening. Um, listen to Escape from the City. Um, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say this episode is mandatory <laughs> listening. This, this is, is really important for the continuity yeah. of the Tough <laughs> Podcast. Often described as, uh, you know, from our one uh, fucking reviewer as mandatory listening. Mandatory listening. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> review we've ever gotten. It's on this one. I actually think people from after this episode are going to categorize the Tough Cut into the before Sonic pitch and after Sonic pitch, because mm. I think this will sort of reinvent this everything. This is the turning point. This mm. is this is the moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, as our viewer, do wait, do we have to introduce ourselves or some shit? Uh, well, I'm totally, yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> Hello I'm fully and ready. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. We're the Tough Cut Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. And I'm Son. I'm kidding. I'm Jake. I am Jake. And, uh, uh, you know, spoilers. I, are we even going to be spoiling any? Probably. We're going to be spoiling our movie that we're pitching. We're going to be know? spoiling yeah. the plot, I think, of some video games, maybe. Probably. Yeah, that's video possible. games. And maybe a Sonic movie. Jake, what? So, OK, <laughs> audience, going into this, we agreed, OK, we're going to pitch Sonic spinoffs. So we each brought a character and we didn't tell each other what the character is. And the idea is we will come up with a sign of ideas of like, hey, this could be in the movie or this this could happen. Um, and the more that Matt and I talked to Jake about this, the more mm-hmm. it seems like Jake did not pick a Sonic character. What do you mean? What, what do you mean? I <laughs> you picked a character relating to Sonic. Cop. Yeah, we said Sonic characters. Look, just because, spoiler, it's going to be the two dudes from the Sonic commercials, doesn't mean that... <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not that. Okay. They, they, they got, I was going to say that would be a clever workaround. Yeah, <laughs> Their faces like both dropped. You can't see them. Now I can see them. <laughs> now I can see every time I make a comment that they hate, I can see their disappointment in real time. We, I haven't we been can't able just to. go up. Oh, wait, what, what, what was that? Sorry. <laughs> uh, the audio was cutting out. <laughs> I know they hear what I say. I know. Should we just get into this? My God. Hold on. Hold on a second. Yeah. What? Did you fucking pick James Marsden? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope we pick the man himself. You know, he may be involved in my pitch, but I didn't pick him. Oh I mean, God. he's canon, so, you know. Ha, ha. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. Matt, why don't you start us off? <laughs> Are we just going to get into it? How yeah, do we want to yeah. do this? Let, like, let's just introduce think, your character, Matt. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, in order to pick my character, I, I did a little bit of, you know, rational calculus by taking three different which Sonic character are you quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> and well, 
I I come with research and data to support my choice. And if well, you don't link those immediately, sorry, <laughs> I need the links. Uh, but yes, please, data. So I come bearing data, and a definitive first character will be Shadow the Hedgehog. Knew it. Knew Hell it. yeah. Classic <laughs> Matthew. Classic. Matt, I wanted Matthew. you to go first because I really thought you were going to pick Shadow. <laughs> Yeah. And I wanted Shadow to be in this movie right. um, because it's incredibly integral to the story of the character that I am going to <laughs> what? pick. She's got to be. And he might be involved in something I got, too. But Matt, so for, for so our bad. audience, why don't you introduce Shadow the Hedgehog? Oh, yeah, because some people might not know who Shadow the Hedgehog is. Can I um real real quick, Matthew? Uh, I, I clicked on your first test, the BuzzFeed one. Yeah. And the second question <laughs> is um, choose a video game power-up you could use in real life. And one of, one of the answers is just coins. coins. <laughs> uh, it's and awesome. That's, that's paired with infinite lives, super speed, super strength, and there's just coins. And you picked that one, didn't you, you bastard? Because <laughs> I want the power of coins. As long as I've got cash, I can never die, baby. <laughs> That's yeah, so funny. it's sick, dude. So Shadow the Hedgehog, I don't even know where to begin. There's a long and storied history um, mm-hmm. <laughs> with Shadow. Um, the sometimes antagonist, sometimes friend of Sonic. I believe Shadow was created by uh, Dr. Robotnik using some super evil DNA to make the ultimate life form. Um, so he's basically edgy Sonic, and it's awesome. And sometimes... Um, most notably in his own game series, Shadow the Hedgehog, the one game that there was, uh, he got a gun. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> like a, just yeah. Shadow got a gun. <laughs> just like a real firearm and Shadow's made out with a human a woman. Gun. I mean, and yeah. he kills aliens. <laughs> That's why Idris Elba, you know, wanted to be Knuckles because he thought he was getting so- a shadow. That's what they he read for. He's like, yeah. can I please have a gun and make out with a woman? You know, like in a fucking enchilada, like red jumpsuit. Like, that'd be great. (laughs) Yeah. Do you guys think there was ever a point in the in the filming of this uh, latest Sonic movie where they were like, let's just try it once where Idris Elba is just in a red morph suit? Dude, I hope. Just so that I hope they try. I, it I, I think they probably did it a few times just so um, Marsden had <laughs> someone to really like play off of, you know, because mm, because mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. how you get some real gold. Yeah. Alex coins. Would you like to share with us who you selected? Yeah. So I I did not do any like tests or anything. I Googled Sonic characters and found the funniest one that I could pick. Oh, I'm hoping. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so right, right. my character is named Mephiles the Dark. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Oh, shit. And uh, he's the primary antagonist in the video mm. game Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Yep, Sonic uh, 06. Yeah. He is the malevolent conscious mind and will of the sun god Solaris. Yep. Mephiles was born during the Solaris project when the experiments on Solaris split him into Mephiles and Iblis. This character's story is absolutely fucking buck wild. He was sealed in a like staff of power and then gets released on accident. And then mm-hmm. he kills Sonic. Yeah. Uh, and then Shadow goes back in time and <laughs> seals him back in the rod. And then he's released and he has a big fight 
with Shadow, Silver, and someone else. He convinces people they need to kill Sonic, so they try to kill Sonic again because Sonic is brought back to life. It's absolutely wild. This character is ridiculous. Um, Shadow goes back in time and kills him. So I think this will be a so, great fit. I, I think that sounds perfect. So what do you, so we've, we've got like a great setup here, you know, maybe it's an enemies to lovers <laughs> kind of situation. Also, um, yeah. A very important, important note. Cause I'm assuming none of you know what Mephiles the dark look like. I would like both of you. I don't know if you've done any Googling already. I, I Googled, I Googled. Okay, Matt, what do you think yeah. Mephiles the dark looks like? Well, Alex, I have watched. Oh, okay. At least one playthrough of so Sonic you know, 6 before. You've heard of Mephiles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for our yeah. audience, he is essentially Shadow. Yeah, he's Except <laughs> instead, of, instead of the red at the end of his hair, it's like a pale bluish purple. Um, and he's got like weird like gauntlet claws, uh, no feet, and uh, no mouth. Yeah. Yeah, and he floats around. Wild. I I really think you know with these games they uh they get pretty lazy sometimes. <laughs> they get <laughs> it's wild because like I think they focus so hard on like you gotta go fast in a Sonic game that you lose a lot of the what are we doing here? What what are we making? Yeah, in me- the biographical overview it says that he is age ten years old. <laughs> yeah. Because he's been sealed away for 10 years and then they kill him when he gets released. God, so oh good. my God. How old is Shadow? Well, Shadow got um, like, uh, frozen in time and right. like, cryo froze. Cryo. Well, how yeah, old is Shadow because, for the purposes so, of this? Because I, I really want to play with ages. Let me check the. Let me check the. <laughs> I don't like that. The Sonic. Uh, Shadow, since. Since Shadow was created to be the perfect being of like dark power, um, you know, I think he can live basically forever yes. so according to the sonic universe wiki shadow the hedgehog is physically 15 years old but age oh. 50 plus Ooh, okay because right. he got frozen in time okay okay so so he's it's, we're dealing with an ang or if you're a manite fan an ong situation um here <laughs> thanks <Jake. laughs> yeah for all all the manite so, fans out there yeah yeah um bring us home who's our last character you know i like to scare you guys mine isn't even that bad i it's probably just gonna be like big the cat nope i picked the chow hell yeah i picked picked the chow and i was thinking of like a milo and otis situation where we make a gritty real life and we like animate them into like (laughs) the real world you know a la pokemon go or some shit like Mm -hmm. I, i that's that's my vision I want the chow, those okay. little gremlins, the dark so, side of them, you know? I want to know what what's their day-to-day like. What do they got well, going so on? so you just want dark chow? Because I, know I, there's played, Son- I, I, I played Sonic Adventure yeah. Battle too, yeah, 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 and yeah. I know that chow can chow be good, garden. dark, or neutral. But that's what I'm saying. I think it's so, a gross much I like think shadow. it's a gross simplification of what they actually are. I want my chow in this movie to show you that there's more to it than that, you know? There's shades, there's shades of, gray of gray to everything. Yeah, yeah. So, 50, uh, 50 okay. shades of chow, if you will. I would make it rated R, honestly. <laughs> Wait, okay. Guys, I've already got... Okay, I just want to make a broad pitch. Mm-hmm. What okay. if this movie follows a Chow as it's growing up and its parents are Shadow and Mephiles mm, and mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. Y- you see everything from the Chow's perspective and over the course of this Chow's life, Ooh. Shadow and Mephiles are like fighting and mm. like breaking up and getting back together 
and you see how it affects this Chow personally because it's the main character. So uh, um, and maybe there's a scene on, where Chow and Mephiles have steamy sex, and the Chow catches them. Well, again, we gotta, we gotta, uh, uh, just just for our listeners, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for our listeners. <laughs> that's why I wanted to play with age because I want them to be not that age. We gotta age yeah, them. Yeah, we're up. aging them up. So it's a uh, counterpoint. <laughs> Aging them up. Counter counterpoint. Um, two things. One, uh, first, love the idea of a Chow POV. I think this should be sort of like a, a, a like experimental hardcore Henry oh kind of God, thing, right, right. where it's literally shot from a first person perspective <laughs> as the right, Chow. Right. <laughs> right. It, it'd be okay, very okay. yeah. Right. Yeah. I I think that would really play with the form and cause the audience to like question a lot of their assumptions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Second. You know, I, I agree with aging up Shadow and uh, Mephiles. Thank God. Thank God um, you do. <laughs> <laughs> actually, um, actually, should, it should, should be the canon. It needs to be historically accurate to the Sonic canon. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know if I'm sold on Shadow Mephiles rate like a story of parenthood, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I'm, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm sold on that yet. Okay. So either maybe, like, really convince me or if jake you've got another thought on like how we can really shake this up Mm. well no i got i got caught up thinking of aging them up you know well because i want to see what are they like when they're like are they retired are they retired and are are like chow like you know are they retired what you know how like in okay i'm showing a lot of what i know here but you know how in naruto uh like for the boruto uh a series uh, okay. my guy touches the character he fights a lot does a lot okay. of whatever he's in a wheelchair in that shit cause it was too much for him and he was running too fast okay. I, what? I, 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 I love it I love it I'm back on I board would put Shadow Meph- but I want I want Mephiles in a wheelchair because this takes place after the Sonic, Sonic franchise because what do they do they run okay, so and you're in a wheelchair so instead of deciding to kill Mephiles they just beaten him broken his him, legs left yeah. <laughs> left him a shadow a shadow of his former self tenderly nurtured back to oh, health and now they okay raising guys the and maybe that's the title of the movie maybe the title of the movie is just shadows <laughs> Ooh. What if Mephiles is in like an old folks home and shadows like going to visit him and the chow By the chow yeah. is 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 shadow's son yeah wow goosebumps goosebumps um Mm. <laughs> and okay, then we can okay, have okay. old person cameos of other Sonic characters. Well, the child work in the home, like it's like you also see the behinds of the scenes of like what adult home. You okay, know? so the child we are we are truly, I think, challenging the form in terms of filmmaking and nonlinear or not exactly, nonlinear storytelling, exactly, but exactly. Per- the perspective of storytelling. Because in in this proposal, if I'm following Jake, the child was unrelated. They just work. At the the retirement home? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But they feel like family oh. because they've been taking care of him for so oh. long. And they're like, oh, Mef- Mef- Mephiles or whatever. He he doesn't view these motherfuckers as family. He's very bitter about it. But he has to learn. He, they're not so different. You can't run anymore. You're in a fucking wheelchair, Mephiles. Like, maybe you do got a little more in common well, with Well, and I think, too, two things. One, Shadow the Hedgehog is the ultimate life form, doesn't age. So he looks mm-hmm. the same as he always does, but we see all these other Sonic characters hard. looking so old. Yeah, that's hard. Um, and then two, what I like about wow. Mephiles as a character is that his story is inherently tied to time travel. <laughs> so we get the option for like some fun 
time travel gimmicks of like, oh, Mephiles is an old man, but is this in the past or the future? Mm-hmm. Like, Shadow's here, but which Shadow right, right. is it? Because Shadow always looks the same. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he could be visiting the, like, the one who could be visiting him is the one who could broke his yeah. legs. And guilt. Guilt's a That's powerful true. thing. It's true. You know? So I think yeah. what centrally ties all of this together, because inherently, like, we've got, like, a lot of nonlinear structure, uh, uh, a, like, a main, a P, uh, a, interestingly, a POV character that's not the main character of the story, which I think is really cool. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that becomes what our one anchor is through this story. It's almost like you could, it, 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 like, you could get really experimental with it and replay what is essentially the same meeting between Shadow and Mephiles, mm, but mm-hmm, the only mm-hmm. way we know that time is progressing is because the Chow is changing, you know? Yeah. What if, okay. So it's, right? it's from the Chow's perspective, right? So what if the only touchstone we have of like how the, the, what's happening in the home and like the, the relationship is through how the Chow looks because the Chow like turns dark, light, neutral, Stuff like that. Ooh. So, like, based on, like, how these fights or these, like, interactions are going, we then see glimpses of the Chow and we know, like, oh, this is when things in their relationship are really, really bad. And this is when it's getting better and better and better. Okay. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if we're going the Logan route and we're... we're uh, <laughs> and of course, <laughs> of course we're going the Logan route. Of, co- of course we're going the Logan route. I think I think we introduce a kid. I think I think not a child, not a whatever. I think one of them has a long lost kid or someone who visits frequently, but we don't know. There's a connection and we don't know exactly why. Um, and I think this is played by James Marsden. <laughs> Naturally. Just to work him in. Work him in. Yeah. So yeah, yeah work him in. And he's a kid. Like we we Irish man him. Like <laughs> down yeah. down to probably ten, maybe fifteen years old. <laughs> yeah, ten ten fifteen. He is a reflection. <laughs> Of their prime, of Shadow of Mephiles' prime. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think what I'm 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 starting to struggle with a little bit is obviously like this is like an experimental art house film, presumably produced by A24. Like I think we can land them. And I, I think that like <laughs> I am losing sight of where does this where's this where does this go? Like where do we start and where mm. do we end with these characters? Because if it, this is inherently like an intimate character study of Shadow and Mephiles. Like, what do we do with that? Right. Sure. I can tell you what we're not going to do. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> before, before Alex, before you get in, I, we're not going to do anything that the fucking awful Avatar movie did where we have a character in a wheelchair and then immediately make them walk again. Uh, just in case our audiences, you know, are, are fucking oh. worried about how we'd handle that. Yeah. But fuck Avatar. Fuck blue, blue yeah, people. James Cameron's Avatar, not the M Night Shyamalan yeah, 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 Avatar. But we yeah, do, Manite, we do condemn both of them. It sounds like we do I condemn think, both. But I think what I just wanted our audience to be like comforted by the fact that like you know that that that's not going to go down. Totally here. agree. Totally agree. We I think if we're going to put Mephiles in a wheelchair, it has to be done well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think the narrative is not him like I was bad and now I'm in a wheelchair because <laughs> I was bad. You yeah. know, like that cannot yeah. that yeah. cannot yeah. be it. Um, yeah. And it's not that like he's totally good now because he's in a wheelchair either. It's not his, like that's in, his, intrinsically tied to him being you know, yeah, in a wheelchair. Him being like, in a no. wheelchair is not his moral compass, you mm-hmm. know. 
Yeah, so that's like, not right, it. I agree. Right. We're, I'm glad we all agree on that. Yeah. So here's what this movie is going to be. Okay. Right. Sexy. It's got to be sexy. <laughs> if there's one thing I know that this movie is, it's sexy. A youthful young chow starts working in the retirement home. Only point of reference for the the ageless shadow and the immensely powerful Mephiles is their budding sexuality. The mm. chow. So mm. we the chow learns self identity and explores their own sexuality. <laughs> so yeah, okay, this is it. the The whole movie is from the chow's perspective. So you. You occasionally will like see the chow in a mirror or the chow will like look down. So you have these scenes where like yeah. the chow is watching Shadow and Mephiles fight. And then all of a sudden it cuts to a scene from the chow's perspective and it's just wanking it. And you Wait, know if the chow is good or bad by the color of the dick. <laughs> I thought you were going to Thought you were gonna say by the color of the spum. Anyway, uh, <laughs> wow. I spum think we- is not the word I would have used, Jake. I, I think we got to go in line with the rest of the, the movie's kind of um, identity and have it be very yes. tasteful sexual ex- exploration from the, the chow. Yeah. yeah. Which, unfortunately, there's not a lot of information in the chat in the Sonic canon um, as to what well, they're like. Well, well, remember when Sonic kissed that woman? Now hold on. Hold on. Chow's lay eggs. We know that. I guess that's mm. not part of the actual sexual act. That's just the reproduction. But right, but we know they reproduce. They do. Little rings of flowers show up a- around them, and then they lay egg. Okay, so, so I think an important narrative factor is that Shadow and Mephiles feel what they have to connect on is that both of them are incomplete because Shadow lost his memories, and Mephiles mm-hmm. is split from his brother Iblis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so what Mephiles wants more than anything is to rejoin with iblis and become the sun god solaris <laughs> and shadow uh wants his girlfriend maria back yeah who's his grave enemy's granddaughter robotnik's granddaughter i think i think it's robotnik's uh it's technically robotnik's niece aunt no aunt. well not the robotnik from the games the robotnik that yes yeah, gerald robotnik yeah um, it doesn't shadow. matter that, it literally big man <laughs> is also a robotnik so, yeah Okay. By some relation. Is this all real? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. I could not tell if so, you guys were just going off. <laughs> I'll be real. Holy shit. Oh, okay. So Eggman is Evo Robotnik. So. Yeah. yeah. Concept. I think we've got a really tasteful exploration of what it means to be alive, what it means to be incomplete, and what it means to be deathless, and how that leads to the um, budding sexual sexual exploration of a, a chow. Yeah. Um, yeah. What if we we wrap on that one and we pitch a a sequel, another spinoff concept? Sure. Did we just basically pitch "Call Me by Your Name," but for like you know furries <laughs> for Sonic <laughs> fans. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah, Sonic fans. That's what they like to be called. Well, okay. Yeah. I want to. Uh, there's one more thing I want to do. Sure. Sure. What is the most memorable dialogue from this film? From Shadows, because hmm. I pulled up the Dr. Eggman wiki page and the first thing on it are some quotes and I want to read some of them to you guys. Are you directly <laughs> pitching we include these quotes in the movie? No, I just I want this to inspire you guys. So listen okay, to okay, this. Okay. Um, listen yeah, to the I'm, I'm, how, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. how specific they are to Sonic. Get a load of this. 
He's not going to get away with this. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's really insightful dialogue. <laughs> yeah, right? So I was thinking actually of something similar, but really heartbreaking when you really peel it back the layers. Yeah. I'm thinking of using Sonic's iconic phrase against uh, Mephiles and being like, you're too slow because he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> That feels yeah. bad. It's bad. Uh, and I'm going to turn it around. And <laughs> I'm going to say Mephiles to Shadow in a really deep conversation mm-hmm. where Shadow's like, I don't remember. I need life to slow down. Mephiles would then say, got to go fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Shadow initially says it to hurt him because we all know Shadow's a little problematic. And we can't shy away from that. He's problematic. He's a problematic character. We know what he did. Uh, you know, I think he says it, and I think in a beautiful, beautiful turn of events, really well put, Alex. I think you're right. You got to go fast. Talking about memories, I guess you got to think real quick about memories. Mm-hmm. 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 I like yeah. it. Um, how, how does this movie end so we can figure out how the next movie starts? Which could be unrelated, you know. I mean, it uh, could be, but technically, if it's a sequel, there should be some relation. <laughs> it's a reboot. Dude, horror does it all the time. <laughs> we'll just do know. a reboot. It's a Mephiles Shadow Chow reboot. Horror does do it all the time. I think it ends. It will. Like, that, I can confirm that one. Is this joke going to be super good? Um, so I think it ends with uh, the an ending shot where the seat and the, the wheelchair and the seat that Shadow normally sits in are empty. Mm-hmm. And then there's the vehicle the Chow always gets in to leave his shift at the end of the day. And it's just starting to get, you know, tattered and covered with snow. Um, and then as the credits begin to roll, you hear the the sound of the snow being scraped and the engine turning on like they're gone. And now the Chow's leaving, too. And then you see the Chow post credit scene digging through some trash or whatever, you know, really like looking over getting some trash <laughs> and finding a gun and then some media cuts a black dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and else is like that's an easter egg for the audience because obviously we know that's like teasing shadow with a gun uh it doesn't necessarily we don't have to go that route but it, it teases it it's <laughs> well up. okay okay, okay wait, no wait. here's it here's the thing that's the end of this movie the next movie is shadow and mephiles team up and shadow has a gun and mephiles has a tricked out wheelchair and aliens invade so perfect love it so that ends they find the gun and then we get a a black screen white text that says uh shadow and mephiles will return and then and then guys the aliens the aliens (laughs) kidnap the chow mephiles and shadow have to team up to get it back well here's the thing here's the thing we have to consider you know, everything is purposeful in our film. Everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why was the gun in the trash? Shadow's trying to turn a new leaf here and won't use the gun for at least the first two-thirds of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's poetic. It's and poetic. Then, and then they talk him into picking that that blicky back up. Yeah, it's like the plot of the A-Team where they say, hey, don't be vi- or you're the most violent person we know, Baracus. I get I get a new haircut and then they convince him to snap a dude's neck. You know, it's it's the same thing. Same concept. Same concept. Yeah. Um. So controversial. I want either <laughs> Shadow or Mephiles to die two thirds of the way through the film. I think they. I think Shadow dies the first third of the movie. And then but Mephiles. How, okay, how is he okay, going to use no, his gun no, in the I second was half? Say, how do you use the gun? Can't use the gun. Fake because out death. 
According to the story of Mephiles, we know that resurrection resurrection exists because Mephiles kills Sonic and then Sonic comes back. We so, don't speak his name. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, don't have we the right. We can't rights. say Sonic throughout the entire movie. <laughs> can't say Sonic. So I think Shadow dies in the first third of the movie. Mephiles completes the mission and gets the Chow. They're escaping. Mephiles dies. Suddenly, the Chow is trying to get away, being chased by aliens. Runs into a room, a room full of glass tubes giant glass tanks what's inside the glass tanks it's 30 more shadow the hedgehogs and all of them have guns oh nice concepts like where we're going (laughs) so (laughs) great matt you're talking like an executive producer (laughs) thank you thank you that's what i do best Right, right um i do think being an executive producer on this we need to think about the marketability um and How can we secure a highly profitable crossover? And yeah, because you can't sell in? toys if Sonic, if Shadow has a gun. You can't. Do McDonald's it. You can't. toys. McDonald's toys. Um, there are thirty different Shadow the Hedgehogs, and you have to collect each one. Yeah, but what? What? Who else? So look, look. I'm trying to get some of that Fortnite money. <laughs> you know, mm. maybe we have Jonesy Fortnite show up in the movie. Well, why don't we yeah. just partner with Fortnite and make Shadow the Hedgehog one of the Fortnite characters? I would love to. Is he not already? I really don't know. <laughs> uh, Honestly, by the time this episode comes is. out, he probably sure he will be. Dude, it, what if they put James Marston in Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a, a photorealistic version of him. Um, and he just Guys, constantly, what if, how did I end up here? What if the aliens are all James Marsden? Oh, wait. Okay. So they there's a sick-ass scene where um, the Chow like, shoots one uh, in the chest and it like collapses down. Normally, they just, I don't know fucking explode when they die but this one doesn't and they pull off this gross like crazy mask to reveal it's actually just james marston wait okay now i now my question here is is this insinuating that when the aliens die they explode and this one alien just happened to be james marston in a costume (laughs) (laughs) or are all the aliens james marston Um, and this is the first one they've captured it was yeah first one they captured non-fatal kill shot okay See, I I like the idea that throughout the movie, all the aliens are James Marsden, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's hinting that cloning is what they're doing, and that they're all clones, alien clones of James Marsden, and that's hinting at when Shadow comes back. Okay, and that so there's the big scene, the big thirty shadows, whatever um, climax. What I'm envisioning, we get an original Shadow resurrected. There's this sick scene and you, you hear the intro riff to escape from the city start playing as like Shadow whoops in, saves the chow and just blasts a clone of himself right in the head with a um, with a gun. He just shoots shoots a clone of himself square between the eyes um, and then has a sick ass one liner. Can he have cool angel wings, too? So he's like coming back and he's like angel shadow, but he's got a gun. Yeah, I like that. Um, And then he just as Escape from the City plays him and the Chow just blast through everything, literally ending lives um, with no time to deal with the repercussions of what it means to end (laughs) 600 lives in a matter of minutes. Reviewers will say, oh, this is a far departure from the first film. (laughs) But, you know, honestly, they they haven't heard of a little thing called subtext. Uh, So, come on. I mean, really, this all could be a comatose fever dream. We'll use that little trope. And... Uh. 
and guys, it's guys. The chow. Here's yes. here's how we explain it. Well, I I have an ex- give your explanation, and then I'm going to reveal my dastardly plot. Well, here's my dastardly plot. The reason it's a far departure is because it's not just a sequel. This is part two of a trilogy. A third movie. The third movie. At the end of this one, we Shadow's killed everyone. He's got the gun. You do like the Batman ending of like, I need to retire because I've like grown into something that they don't need. Like something like that, whatever. I'm too big Um, to physically fit inside of this city any longer. Yeah, Yeah, he's Um, grown. We see a single Shadow clone dragging away a giant test tube. Third movie, Shadow fights an army of shadows with a gun. Okay. okay. So yeah. how did that rationalize the far departure? Uh, just, just because well, the first movie was setting up the trilogy. Well, yeah. he, here, here's how I rationalize it, Jake. All in one okay. fell swoop. So the final movie, I think a big piece of it can be shadow fighting, tons of shadows. Love it. Great. Here's how I rationalize it. The ending I described, so poetic, so nice. Mm-hmm stolen i stole it mm-hmm. from i'm thinking of ending things <laughs> yep yep so yeah. big brain on the chow's head the whole time on the chow's head oh and the chow is an old man in the in the home and shadow's yeah. taking care a of him comatose fever dream that's what i said that's yeah I'm, I said. I'm, I'm linking it back to you yeah you, yeah you, and you then te- charlie kaufman te- shows up actual <laughs> charlie kaufman uh, he's like what the fuck is going on here um is Charlie Kaufman going to play himself or are we going to have um He's playing Nicolas John Cage play him? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or Charlie think... Kaufman plays Charlie Kaufman <laughs> playing Nicolas Cage playing Charlie Kaufman. Yeah, I think that's I think that's probably appropriate honestly. Yeah. That makes sense. You that think we can sense. get Charlie Kaufman into Fortnite? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that a lot of the third movie should be spent teaching uh sonic how to swim and and like that's like like that's like the second half struggle or like teaching all the characters just how to swim and it's like a metaphor for like the game when they get really scared because they don't know how to swim that's really sweet yeah because yeah. if you it's what, a metaphor can you yeah, drown Jake, the can chows you, can you, wait no hold yeah. on Jake. um will you explain metaphors please yeah it's a metaphor <laughs> because they're in the water and it's really scary jake 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 yeah do you know how to swim? Yeah. <laughs> I hear the sonic sound whenever I go swimming. <laughs> I hear the little sonic sound. The Jake, little uh, what do you think that sound? And then you die. Okay. I thought you guys played the Sonic games, but clearly not. I guess you guys are professionals. No, I just wanted you. No, I wanted you to do the sound because then we can. I'm going to put the real sound in in post and we're going to compare. It's going to be bad. It's going to be very bad. (laughs) So if we're talking about learning to swim. They got it. They got it. What other early video gaming mascot needs to learn how to swim? And I think Mm. you get Crash Bandicoot. We get Crash Bandicoot in this. Are we mixing media? Okay. Right okay. Now? Yeah. You know what? I just had an epiphany. So we okay. Dude. The third movie in three parts. Part one: Shadow fight Shadow. Shadow learn that Shadow is in a, a comatose dream inside the Chow's mind. Breaks out. Suddenly, Shadow's real in the out of the Chow's mind. Then they teach Sonic and friends how to swim because they all come out of mm-hmm. the Chow's mind. Then part three, we get there's the there's a big bad. Turns out it's the Chow the whole time. Hmm. Or maybe it's Mephiles again. In a bigger wheelchair. Hmm. 
Um, mm. And they have to mm-hmm. have like a, a Avengers portal scene or for those of us enlightened folks that know the spy real kids. origin, the spy kids yeah. <laughs> 3D scene <laughs> yeah. and they, they call in all the people like Crash Bandicoot shows up. Jack and Daxter show up. Yeah. Maybe they Mario. All, they all don't know how to swim or they all have died in water before. <laughs> and then it, it just ends by like the villain be like, all right, fine. And then they bring all the water to them and like pour it down. And what? just as you're like, oh, God, they're going to die. They're fucked. So oh, no. Who saves them? Me so familia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear as the water level continues the to rise. engine. <laughs> <laughs> of a car the, the, the water level rising you guys think all this swim training was for nothing they're all gonna drown anyway and then as you're describing alex you hear the rev of an engine and you hear me familia Let's rock on how has vin diesel not been in the sonic games they both go fast they do go fast <laughs> is that like the next marriage is that the next um fast and furious movie they go to the space and then they go to sonic <laughs> <laughs> they go to space and meet Sonic. Sonic is Sonic an alien? No, he's I from the Green Hill Zone. Technically, in this movie series, he is an alien. Yeah. If he's yeah. on Earth. he. Mm. Well, I guess theoretically, no. No, it's Seattle. We know that it's on Earth. Oh, if we're talking Earth. about the, yeah, the movies. Oh, yeah. well, no, because so, he, he transports there from the ring world. So, like, yeah, he's exactly. an alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's from yeah. the Green Hill Zone. Yeah. He, yeah. So... You know, Sonic can run real fast. We know it, in the movies he can do like a Quicksilver type scene. I don't know how to ask this. Please. With your heart. If, if Sonic reached his little arm down your throat. Or in, or in another no. orifice. Okay. Wait, no. Wait, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Matt? Yeah. I, okay. You had the moment of you don't know how to ask this. <laughs> I want you to ask the question. Should you ask this? <laughs> yeah, I think I need to. Um, So he reaches his little arm down your throat. If he just starts moving it really fast, could he like just like really stir your insides? Did you guys ever watch? Should have died. Did you guys ever watch the CW Flash TV show? Uh Because the evil guy in that, uh, the Reverse Flash, he does a cool move where he vibrates his hand really fast and then puts it inside you and then stops and instantly kills you. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) So. There needs um, to be at least three scenes of that happening in our movies. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all in the first one. That's all in the very room. <laughs> that's all in the <laughs> indie darling first one. Yeah. Yeah. They call yeah. it a real heart stopper. Yeah. Because uh, he literally stops yeah, those one. poor people's hearts. Yeah. I explained <laughs> the they're, joke. They're poor. They're poor. They're not rich. They're not <laughs> yeah. like they're. <laughs> It is strictly a financial thing that they're, they're murdered <laughs> yeah, for. Because they saw, they took a BuzzFeed test and they saw that they didn't pick coins as their superpower. <laughs> Guys, what so. if Shadow owns the old folks' home? Maybe he does. Well, it's... Mm. So, okay, we're several layers in to, like, the post-meta irony of it all. Shadow owns the old folks' home that he regularly visits where Mephiles is that the Chow works at, but the Chow is actually in a coma at an old folks' home Shadow owned that old folks home? Yes. Sure. Okay, sure. but Shadow so I came think, out of the Chow's initial, head from the dream. Well, so our initial concept, remember, was <laughs> no. the Chow. <laughs> <laughs> the Chow is, it's all from the Chow's perspective. So the Chow is in a coma, and what we see is what the Chow is absorbing in the, in the world around it in its coma. Mm. 
And so at the end of the final movie, the real fight is Shadow emerging from the Chow's head versus real Shadow capitalist who owns the um, old folks home. Oh, oh shit. And he sees and does, that you're just a shadow of your former self, literally. And does, yeah. does Dom Toretto show up or not? Yeah, he comes also out of the Chow's <laughs> I head. I think so. <laughs> yeah, he Shadow Dude. drives out of the Chow's head in Dom's car. Dude, Hell and then yeah. all of a sudden, like, water starts flying out of the head. It's like a basically <laughs> a never-ending... Because it's a metaphor. Wait, okay. Can we call call the first one Shadows? The second one is Shadows Unloaded because he's got his gun and he's like pulling the trigger. And then the third one is Shadows Reloaded just because I think it sounds cool. Yeah. Mm. Reloaded Tokyo Drift. I think. Um, (laughs) Shadows Tokyo Drift. So if we had to guess the Rotten uh, the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter audience score and reviewer score of each movie. So I think the first one is going to divide audiences for sure. I think mm-hmm. but Rotten Tomatoes is going to eat that shit up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to get a critics rating of about 80. You know, okay. it's going to surprise people like it's going to be like audiences really like it or like not audience critics really like it. But I think audiences give it. 59 60 like somewhere in that yeah, area. I was going to say yeah, about I 65. Agree. 65 like somewhere in that area. And that it's enough to get a sequel and that's what we really wanted as filmmakers so we can get whatever. <laughs> yeah. We wanted no oversight. We wanted to make our arty shit so we can make our real shit. Yeah, cuz yeah, that's, that's always hard. <laughs> that's always is being a filmmaker made, yeah. so that way we could get to do what we wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Art, art, yeah. Everyone knows art house films are immensely profitable. And That's every true. time they give you unlimited budget to do whatever you want next. I can think of actually one real life example where that actually happened. Do y'all know this? I feel like y'all know this. Avengers one. Infinity War? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Damien Chazelle made Whiplash only to fund La La Land. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's mm, like 100%. He just made like an actual <laughs> art house, whatever. It got really popular and like, do whatever you want, Damien Chazelle. And he made fucking La La Land. I, I wow. believe you've told me that specific fact before. Yeah. Is, is <laughs> yeah. the only reason I know that. Um, We're the or... Damien Chazelles of, of the Sony <laughs> franchise. But I think, um, you know. So second one, we have embraced what we wanted to make this sick ass action film in three parts, huge character deaths, just uproarous status quo change. I don't think critics love it. No, I think no, critics think critics think that us making it was selling out. Mm. Yeah, but they don't understand. This is what we want. The all audience along. score goes way up because they oh, yeah. were like, this, this is, is hilarious. I think, I think it's a 90. Yeah. And. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. So like a ninety, and it's and a then box like a, office darling. I think this makes ooh. the most money out of the whole trilogy. Totally agree. I do. And I totally agree. If we could resurrect Roger Ebert, I think he'd give it a three out of five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if we could talk to Shadow about it, I don't know. We'll see what's up. Um, and then final movie. Where where I does think, that one go? I think final movie critics were like oh i get what they're doing with this now and it goes back up it goes back up and it's at like an 80 and then i I think think, yeah the fans like like it but but it's it's not as good as the last one so it goes down to 82 i i think that it's like you know the critics try to think that they're oh i was always a part of the joke like i was always a part of the ride and so they kind of like you'll find reviewers being like i loved it i totally get the sonic franchise but you'll find the review of the second or the second or the first and they're like shitting on it but it's just mm-hmm. because everyone's having a sick ass fucking time and they don't realize that you just need to have a sick fucking time sometimes at the movies. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Cool. I, I think that's a billion dollar idea, baby. I think that the the 
Yeah. Sonic. Um, That's our asking price. We want a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> to this, make is where, <laughs> this is where you just found out, audience, by listening to this episode, <laughs> you've agreed to write that check. <laughs> you will be giving us a billion dollars to make this checkmate movie executive that I sent this episode to. <laughs> this is legally binding. Oh, yeah. More like give us a checkmate. Am I right? Nice. Wait, guys, guys, full circle. That's why this is mandatory listening oh shit we're uh, wait alex mm-hmm. uh, say that but say it really confidently and then cut it to make it look like we planned that all along and that's why this episode is mandatory listening damn Boom. we got em. we got em. we just we fucking yeah got Get you fucking guys got yeah. audience dumb dumb idiots now you have to pay for us yeah. to make a movie give us a billion dollars please so, uh, three yeah. three movies so, uh, off off record which one of us is tying james marsden to the chair making him listen to this so he has to be a part of the movie <laughs> um actually i already got into his twitter oh, okay. account okay wait <laughs> okay yeah all right and you tweeted <laughs> yeah, out yeah. hey guys gonna be in the shadows <laughs> movies <laughs> Uh, you just wait. The second we release this episode, James Marsden's gonna like tweet something really problematic, just like perfect yeah. timing. And I'm gonna be like, it was yeah, only a joke. God, please, no, please. please not, please not, James Marsden. He's the tough cuts darling. <laughs> Unironically, um, up there with Gore Verbinski yeah, is a dream. He's guest directing on the at show. least one of these. So we, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I def, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I definitely got producer credits yeah. on all three. Um, do we have anything else to say about this? I kind of think we've we've exhausted um, I mean, the potential of the Shadows franchise. Well, look, we figured out the key creatives. Casting, I think, already it, it does itself. itself. Yeah. We already know. We don't even, yeah, we don't yeah. even have to say. Like, it's just a game. Well, I guess one important question that I don't think speaks for itself is who's voicing Shadow? <laughs> Shadow is. Wait, um, Shadow not real? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, Alex, did you not watch the Sonic movies? You think that Sonic, he, who you think, you think that's a character? <laughs> <laughs> My brain <That's>... just broke. <laughs> I literally um. have no response <laughs> to the words <laughs> that you guys are saying. I, I do not know. Um, yeah, it speaks for itself. We have Shadow play Shadow. Um, yeah, we have pa- Patrick Stewart yeah. plays the Chow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then we, you know, get some up and coming um, Australian actor to play Mephiles. Hugh Jackman. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I said up and coming. <laughs> we also said we're going the Logan route. Come on, guys. Like, this has all been set up the wow, whole time. Guys. It's a full circle podcast. It's a full circle incredible podcast. Work. Yeah, it's called a, a perfect trilogy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right, audience. That, We're making know. three of these Sonic Pitch uh, bonus episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Stay uh, tuned. We just... Next week, part two of our <laughs> Sonic Pitch. <laughs> we made the prequel trilogy. Now we need to make the sequel trilogy. <laughs> and then the. Uh, then we'll make another know. prequel that's... trilogy. Just for fun. <laughs> Well, because yeah, the sequel trilogy is gonna have different character. Like, it's gonna have a. <laughs> this is only half the characters yeah. in the sequel trilogy. So then the other hey, half you characters gotta meet will the need, other yeah, half. They'll need their own prequel trilogy <laughs> that will come out after the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. And here, here's what we'll give you before we sign off today, audience. Big the cat is gonna be in. Yeah. Um, I can't believe you just with, gave that away. What a spoiler. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we said we were gonna look, be spoiling things. I did. Jake did. Do I, I did. I did it. <laughs> I did my due diligence. Got, we got to prime them. 
if they're going to be listening to three hours of these. And they're going to be listening. It's mandatory <laughs> listening. Mandatory <laughs> listening. Uh, with that, if you enjoyed today's show, you do owe us a billion dollars. So mm-hmm. send this episode to someone who can help you fund our billion dollar project. Um, hopefully your richest friends. Because if you get two people who <laughs> then can help you pay for a billion dollars, then they each get two people. Eventually, everyone in the whole world is paying us a billion dollars, and this gets made. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, rate, review, comment um, on all of your favorite podcast listening platforms. Uh, we're on social media at Tough Get Pod on all of your favorites. And only two of your least favorites. I don't know what else do we say? Only two of them. Yeah, we're really sorry we're on those social medias, but got to have internet presence. I don't know what we're doing next week because who knows when this episode's coming out. You'll never know. It could be five years from now, five years from us recording this. Release from the vault. Yeah. Because we're just going to be making bangers after We could release part three of the Sonic pitch before we release this one. Wait, guys, what if if we literally save this until Sonic 3 comes out? Who knows how long that'll be? (laughs) Probably like a year or so. I give it a year, two yeah, years. Yeah, probably. I bet it's already written. Yeah. yeah. And I bet that there's some exec out there that's currently pitching a spinoff called Shadow <laughs> that centers on Mephiles and Shadow. I'm, oh, wait. I'm that exec. I was say, like, <laughs> I really, what if we actually, like, release this and then fucking, um. We should copyright this. Yeah, yeah, we should this. copyright, because, like, what if they get ideas? And I don't want them to get ideas. <laughs> I actually think big legal over there at Paramount and at Team Sonic actually are already sending a cease and desist. So if you hear this, it's because we won the lawsuit. Pirate Radio, baby. That's us. Pirate Radio. (laughs) Right? That's the plot of Pirate. I don't Uh, know. It's a metaphor. Look it up. It's a... Be kind and rewind this episode before you return it.